Music and essential information to kick off your day. Okay, now talking International Day of Women in ICT and hashtag Girls in ICT Challenge with TikTok. Uh, International Girls in ICT Day is celebrating its 10th anniversary on the 22nd of April. It's a global movement that recognizes women in the information and communications technology or ICT sector, as well as encourages young women around the world to play a greater role in this uh, revolution. In support of this initiative, TikTok will be celebrating the day with the International Telecom communication union by promoting its worldwide campaign hashtag girls in ICT for South Africa especially there's a need for people with these skills this is evident from career junctions latest index which revealed that recruitment activity for professionals in ICT increased during the first quarter of 2021 and that ICT remains one of the most in-demand skills in South Africa the TikTok community is encouraged to get involved on this day by taking part in in this hashtag girls in ICT challenge in app. All users need to do is share their tips and techniques for using different technological tools along with, with uh, this hashtag. So joining us is Chantel Shani Alexander, who is an esports commentator and gaming content creator. Chantel, good morning. Thanks for joining oh, us. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me so bright and early on Freedom Day. Yeah, great. Nice and bright and early and you sound so uh, enthusiastic. <laughs> and we love that. We love that energy on the show. So how did you get into this space? How did you become an esports commentator and gaming content creator? Well, geez, I mean, I've been a gamer my entire life and it kind of, it, it was a very happy coincidence in the same way as it was equal parts hard work and equal parts ha- happened to be at the right place at the right time. So gaming content creation, I created a YouTube channel because it was kind of the in thing to do and uh, it kind of blossomed into something that I now am fortunate enough to be able to call a career and from the gaming content creation on the YouTube side I got very involved in esports in South Africa I'm a big Call of Duty fan and I ended up taking the plunge and making the change from content creator to esports commentator which if you think of soccer you think of rugby you think of sports commentary it's the exact same but for competitive video games so it was the natural progression starting in content creation and then moving into esports because of my interest Mm -hmm. Uh, but i was definitely fortunate to be able to break into the scene awesome and as you say i mean uh, youtube was the uh, big one at the time when did tiktok now take over or has it from youtube (laughs) well uh, in my heart all the platforms definitely have their own special places and different uh, areas of expertise for different types of content. Obviously, when you want to reach different target markets as well, TikTok being a lot younger uh, and a lot more vibrantly new and new kid on the block. So uh, for me personally, the YouTube channel does take uh, the main priority of the Shiny ZA brand. But TikTok, I got involved on the platform when it was still musically all the way back in, I want to say, 2016, 2017. But then obviously... TikTok then took over, migrated, and um, musically became TikTok. And I definitely think it's become more of a mainstream. It's, it's rivaling the brand, uh, obviously, of other social medias at the moment. And it's just such a vibrantly new application that's that's the short video format that's so very quick and easy to get involved with so many different people's interest based on how the algorithm feeds very specific content you'd be interested in. So yeah. TikTok's definitely an interesting one. I'll give you that. Yeah. Well, I didn't even know, first of all, that e-gaming was a thing that, you know, it's actually a serious <laughs> profession until my 16-year-old 
introduced me to this space. Now, you know, you can now imagine my head spinning every time I need to make sure he's got Wi-Fi and he's connected and he's do- he does his thing. But, I mean, you being then an esports commentator, what is that like in this sector? Because it is still male-dominated. Oh, for sure. I mean, with every industry that is typically male-dominated, you do have additional challenges being a female coming to a space where it's typically a boys' club, right? And mm. I do find that there are the, the same challenges that other women will experience in other industries about getting your voice heard, trying to break those stereotypes, having to work twice as hard to be able to ensure that, hey, listen, I am more than capable of having a seat at the table. Uh, but with that said, I have found myself in a very incredible space where I do have amazing, incredible people supporting me, believing in me, and uh, allowing me to take the dreams that I have and the ideas that I have in my head and bring them into fruition. So either through commentary or through hosting my own tournaments to ensure that I have something to commentate over when there isn't anything else going on, I create the tournaments myself. So it's it's definitely a journey and it's definitely a lot of hard work and it's a lot of motivation because when I was growing up as a gamer, there weren't many female people to look up to in gaming particularly and now I feel like there's definitely a far more increased female visibility that younger girls and other women can look into to join this the same space as well. Goodness you're doing great things I'm so inspired just by hearing from you hosting your own tournaments how's that like is it like events planning it's, is it as stressful it's, it's, as that? <laughs> it's a bit of events planning it's, it's, it's a lot of late nights and early mornings um, I actually have a tournament coming up next month. I'm going to be hosting another invitational for uh, esports community. So I've been very fortunate to have amazing brands come on board like Astro Gaming who assist me in sponsoring, obviously, the monetary aspect of the production side, of the prize pool side, but then also comes down to having fantastic support uh, structures within the community to assist because obviously I'm not a tournament organizer at the end of the day I happen to do invitational um, and there are far bigger uh, companies who do it more on a professional basis as a daily income type of thing uh, but it's definitely it's been great to be able to host my own Call of Duty invitationals for the scene when there's been a need for it um, and it's it's definitely been an interesting switch from just the regular average, hey, I'm going to make a YouTube channel video today instead of, okay, let's host a tournament and let's get teams involved. Let's ensure we have a rule book. Let's, it's, it's a lot of additional work, but it's been a definite amazing challenge. It sounds amazing. And who is typically part of the, the tournaments that you host, the e-gaming tournaments? Are, are there specific age groups? Uh, so particularly with my Call of Duty events, I do need to try and keep it over 18, given that Call of Duty is an 18-plus game. Okay. Uh, but I recently did make the switch from doing very hardcore Call of Duty, like multiplayer uh, competitive scene to their Battle Royale title, which is Warzone. Uh, I've actually I recreated, or I, I came up with an entirely new concept, which I refer to as Warzone Bigo. So instead of having the players try and outfrag each other and um, basically try and be the last one standing on the map, which is the typical esports thing that you would see when it comes to a battle royale concoction for an esports event, I decided to flip it on its head and make an entire bingo card based off of things that people needed to do in-game. And I invited content creators who obviously come from all different walks of life, different shapes, different sizes. Um, and they 
basically had to complete these bingo bingo tasks where you need to jump off this particular building that happens to be in-game and land on a specific hay bale that's also in-game. And type of fun aspects that didn't necessarily come down to gun skill. Um, and it was definitely well-received by my audience, which, mm. I mean, I'm always trying to push the envelope, so <laughs> definitely excited to see where we go next. Awesome. You know what? After this interview, I'm going to be such a cool mom to my son and I'm going to tell him to listen to the podcast because he's sleeping right now. But what are some of the prizes then for esports? What What are the typical prizes that one gets once when they've won the championship or the to- tournament? So obviously it depends there. I, I've ha- I'm working off a little bit of updated information here because I haven't really been keeping up to date. But something like something that people will be very familiar with in terms of a game that's like a household brand now, it's Fortnite. And I want to say that one of the highest grossing earning players in South Africa, uh, like I said, I'm working on outdated information, but there was a, a fiscal year where a young child under the age of 18 <laughs> had won over 90,000 rand in prize pools. Are you serious? Tournament schedule year. So wow. there's a lot of money involved. Um, <laughs> there, there's, there's a lot of growing in terms of, the African landscape, of course, to be able to have more people be able to enter it, of course, because there's barriers to entry. You do need internet connection. You spoke it yourself. You need to have a Wi-Fi. You need to have mm. a decent internet connection. You need to obviously have the hardware to be able to compete in these games. But if you manage to break it into the very tip-top to be able to be competing in tournaments, to be able to be competing on teams, finding yourself good enough to be able to be in a top-tier team, then it's definitely... Uh, it can pay off. We've seen teams go overseas and do very, very well overseas as well. So there's there's a lot of cost involved, but there's also a big payout should you be able to break it into that very top tier. Yeah. Yesterday in our wellness corner, we were just talking about, you know, during COVID, how we're all online and how we can get online fatigue. Do you ever struggle for that, from that? Because, I mean, I imagine you have to be online. It's your job. I, I have to be online basically all the time and you know what when it's not for my job it's also for personal like downtime which I know is not an ideal situation but uh, I definitely find myself having fatigue I definitely have to just the same as how a child is going through schoolwork that needs to have screen time implemented to be able to have hey you need to have certain amounts of hours that you aren't on screen I've had to implement the same type of discipline within my own realm Uh, obviously uh, working a social media slash internet individual content creation personality type, I need to split my time between creating content but also researching content but then also still being on the platforms enough to be able to understand them and know when the algorithms have changed or what's happening in the trends and all of that. So I definitely do take time to myself uh, and I definitely do take time off of stream uh, but it's, it's one of those very tough things especially during COVID because it's so easy to get wrapped into, okay, I'm working from home, I'm going to work online, I'm working from nine to five, and then you switch off, but then you, you're still in the same space because mm-hmm. you're working from home. So then your brain needs to make that actual shift, but then you don't, and then suddenly you, see you get an email here at 6 p.m., and then you're still working until 8, 9 o'clock, which is not healthy, but we, we definitely need to bring in that sort of discipline to be like, okay, switch off, turn off, screens off now, go read a book or something. Yeah. Oh, awesome. And then, I mean, the gaming content creation, then that means you come up with your own uh, online games or what? How does that work? 
So game and content creation for me, um, I happen, as much as I'm very big into esports and Call of Duty, I also happen to be relatively um, well-known in the Sims community. So if you've ever played uh, The Sims, which is obviously a life simulator, you manage families, you build homes, all of those types of things. Um, I'm very big in that community. I stream that six days a week. Uh, I do various challenges. So I'm not creating my own games. I don't think I have the brain power to be able to do that. Um, but I am continuously creating content. I personally prefer to make help and tips videos because I tend to have different insights into certain video game challenges mm -hmm. and those types of things. So I try and find a new angle on stuff that's either already been done or things that I feel can help my particular community and my audience. Uh, there was a stage when the Call of Duty South African team was very, very active, and I was creating weekly updates on who was all playing on which roster and who was getting picked up by different organizations. Uh, so it very much depends on what's happening in the space that week, mm -hmm. and there'll be relative videos that go out accordingly. All right. Let's take the ha uh, talk the hashtag girls in ICT campaign then. So people can join on TikTok. Is that the only uh, platform? Well, for the TikTok challenge, yes, you need to be on TikTok to be able to take part and see the content that has been curated for the TikTok challenge in particular. So I've personally spent a ton of time on that hashtag girls in ITC, uh, seeing various uh, women in the industry from a telecommunications uh, aspect. And there are such amazing people in this industry. So all you'll yeah. need to do, jump onto TikTok specifically, uh, search the hashtag if you want to upload your own content because you feel like, hey, I'm also in this space. I have uh, insights that I want to share or here's a cool thing that I happen to do in my day job. Uh, you can share that content using the hashtag and it'll be all pulled together because TikTok has basically given us our own little space on the internet to mm. pull together and show the world what we're busy doing and be able to be inspirations to others. Awesome work that you're doing, Shani. Do uh, keep inspiring us. So let's share your, your social media handles. So if you want to find me on all the places of the internet, you can find me at Shani underscore ZA. That's C-H-A-N-I underscore ZA. And you, if, if it's got a social media platform, if it's an online presence, I'll probably be there. <laughs> okay, great stuff then. Thanks so much for joining us. Enjoy the rest of your holiday. Fantastic, you too. Thank you, Chantel. Shani Alexander, esports commentator and gaming content creator. So there you go. Hashtag girls in ICT challenge on TikTok is where you must uh, go and, and follow that campaign. As today is International Girls in ICT Day. All right, we'll continue with our programming. I see some of your views coming through in terms of our poll question. What does freedom mean to you? We'll play those and read some more before we leave you at uh, six. Uh, but let's play Vicky Sam. And now African Dream.